June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Vaccine rollout. We could have every nursing home patient vaccinated in the United States by Christmas. Electoral college in session. Eight and ten Donald Trump voters say it should still be contested. Russia blamed for major cyber attack. A hack of systems used by the Treasury and Commerce Departments. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. And so it begins the start of the biggest vaccination effort in American history. The first wave of Pfizer coronavirus vaccine includes almost 3 million doses, and it's heading out as the U.S. death toll closes in on 300,000. Here's CBS's Chris Van Cleve. Cheers of relief sent off the very first shipment of Pfizer's coronavirus vaccine as it left the company's Michigan plant under U.S. Marshal Escort Sunday morning. Its journey to the American public started by semi and continued by air. We shipped uh, 500,000 doses. By the end of the week, we'll have uh, up to 2.9 million doses distributed in the U.S. UPS Flight 3477 carried roughly half of those first doses for Americans touching down at the company's Louisville hub with Captain Houston Mills at the controls. Do you feel like you were delivering hope? Absolutely. They know it's going to make a meaningful difference in the lives of so many. The approximately 75 specially designed cold boxes, each carrying 50 pounds of dry ice and 20 pounds of vaccine, have GPS and temperature tracking as the vials have to be kept at negative 94 degrees. Correspondent David Begno is in California where workers at a major hospital await the vaccine. I'm so excited. I've been waiting for this. Eva Teniola, who's been a nurse for 15 years, is anxiously standing by for that call. She is going to be the first person to get the coronavirus vaccine at UC Davis. As a caregiver, I witnessed, like, the worst, like, scenario. That's why I've been waiting for this vaccine, because I believe this would end this uh, pandemic. Dr. David Lebarski is CEO of UC Davis Health. Every single day matters. He says they plan to vaccinate about 1,000 frontline workers every day, starting with those who work in the emergency department. This is probably the most exciting day of 2020, maybe the most exciting day in the last 20 years. The number of people who are Dying every single day is huge, and the vaccine is our way back. CBS News has learned President Trump, Vice President Pence, and other top federal office holders will be offered COVID-19 vaccines over the next week and a half. Last night, Mr. Trump tweeted people working in the White House should get the vaccine later in the program, and he says he's not scheduled to get it and will at what he calls the appropriate time. Members of the Electoral College meet today in all 50 states to officially declare Joe Biden the winner of the presidential election. 
CBS's Ben Tracy says President Trump's effort to try to overturn the results goes on. A new CBS News poll finds 82% of Trump supporters do not consider Joe Biden's win legitimate. Yet overall, 62% of the nation's voters feel the election is over and settled and it's time to move on. Some Republicans, like Senator Lamar Alexander, say today's Electoral College vote for Biden should be the final word. It's very hard to say that Joe Biden is not validly elected after Monday if all that happens. President Trump is not moving on. They say I lost. I didn't lose. The election was rigged. Yet the president continues to lose in court, now saying the U.S. Supreme Court chickened out Friday night when seven justices, including all three Trump appointees, refused to hear a case to overturn the election results in several swing states. And tonight, after the Electoral College vote, President-elect Biden plans to address the country. His team says he will continue to reach out to the president's supporters. Well, hackers broke into the computer networks of the U.S. Treasury and Commerce Departments, an attack that's being called large and sophisticated. CBS's Andy Trier. The early indications are that the hackers are from Russia, or at least affiliated with Russia, which has conducted a number of high-level hacks against American interests. A Christmas concert was just ending on the steps of a New York City cathedral yesterday when a man began firing two semi-automatic handguns. People fled and the man was shot and killed by police at the Cathedral of St. John the Divine. Police Commissioner Dermot Shea says the man had a bag. Inside this bag was a full can of gasoline, rope, wire, multiple knives, a Bible and tape. Witnesses say the man was yelling, kill me, as he fired the weapons. No one else was hurt. A major winter storm that's developing could make life miserable from Virginia on up to New England by the middle of this week. Forecasts call for more than a foot of snow in some places. In Las Vegas, passengers on an Alaska Airlines flight to Portland were stunned just before takeoff to see a man on one of the plane's wings. He sat down and took off his shoes and socks and was there almost 45 minutes. The crew brought the plane back to the gate, and the 41-year-old man was arrested. Well, no one was on board this. Three, two, one, zero. Ignition, and we have liftoff. The successful launch of a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket carrying a next-generation radio satellite. As we hear from CBS's Vicki Barker, more people who are looking up in New York City are seeing things they can't quite explain. Maybe the pandemic has had more New Yorkers staring out their windows. The National UFO Reporting Center says sightings in the five boroughs rose 31% from last year, a whopping 283% from 2018. Why only a few individuals in this crowded city would have spotted these objects isn't clear, nor why space aliens would want to visit us in the first place. A prolific author who wrote about the Cold War has died. John Le Carre was 89. The spy who came in from the cold was one of several of his 25 novels that was made into a movie. A man, you fool, don't you understand? A plain, simple, muddled, fat-headed human being. We have them in the West, you know. That's what it's all about. Step by, you'll become a spy. Le Carre's real name was David Cornwell. He was a former British intelligence officer. He sold more than 60 million books worldwide. The New York Times reports baseball's Cleveland Indians will go ahead with a name change after 105 years. The club's decision follows the move by the Washington football team, which dropped its name but is yet to announce a new one. Who will treat the doctors and nurses after what they've dealt with during this pandemic? Here's CBS's Jim Crisula. 
Many doctors and nurses are seeing more pain, suffering, and death as they treat more and more coronavirus patients. Nurse Melissa Gonzalez works at a hospital in Houston. We never expected this many people, this many patients, this sick. Dr. James Bray is a psychologist at the University of Texas, San Antonio. The challenge for them is that this has just been going on at such a high level for so long. It's feared health care workers will increasingly face challenges like PTSD, anxiety, depression, and substance abuse as COVID-19 rages. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Germany's government is asking people to forego Christmas shopping this year as the country begins a lockdown that will close most stores this week. One official says people should just buy groceries and stay home. That's the CBS World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.